Hey, welcome to Praying the Psalms, a daily podcast from Doxa Church in Madison, Wisconsin. As the church finds itself isolated from one another physically, we are reading, studying, and praying the Psalms together each morning as a way to join ourselves together spiritually. So join us to slow down, get a bigger picture of God and a clearer picture of ourselves, but most of all, join us together around the throne of the one who has joined himself to us. So if you haven't already, pull out a Bible and spend some time in Psalm 4. And this is how Psalm 4 starts. David, he writes this psalm as basically like a kind of a song of worship for the congregation. It's not just something for him, it's kind of for everyone because he's part of him praying, but also kind of speaking to people. But this is how he starts this psalm. He says, answer me when I call, O God of my righteousness. You have given me relief when I was in distress. Be gracious to me and hear my prayer. David does something in this prayer that I think is meant to teach us something about the way we pray. At least for me, I feel like this is supposed to teach me something about the way I'm praying. And this is what I've been processing about this. Because as I'm coming to God, I'm, I'm often coming to him with a picture of my future that is uncertain. It has a question mark next to it, right? It's like, I, I don't know. Like, God, is, is what's going to happen to, you know, like the future of our <laughs> our bank account, right? What is going to happen to our future of our food supply? Are we going to show up? And then the people who've bought all the toilet paper, they also bought all the food, right? (laughs) There's like real questions that we have in this season of life. There's something about the future that there's a question mark next to. And, And I'm praying in some way as a response to that. But the psalmist, that's not how he prays. He's not praying with a question mark to the future. He's praying with certainty looking to the past. Because in between these two lines, as he's asking God to do something, he's saying, listen to me, hear me. Sandwiched in between, he says this. He says, you have given me relief when I was in distress. What the psalmist is doing and what I think God is trying to teach us to do is to be people that as we pray, we remember. We remember who is it that we are praying to. And what the psalmist is doing is he's saying, I have confidence that God hears the prayers of God's people because he has heard my prayers in the past. I'm confident that God saves because he has saved me in the past. And one of the things that we see throughout the Psalms, and specifically we see right here, is that prayer at its core is response. Right? We're not the one who's initiating this conversation. We're not kind of praying out of a void, speaking out into the world, hoping that God might be listening, hoping that God might answer us. Right? We don't pray for mercy in hopes that God is merciful. We, we don't pray for protection in hopes that God is a protector. No, we pray for these things because God has shown us that this is who he is. So I want to just give us a moment to contemplate that. I, I want to let us kind of meditate on the, th- the thing that the psalmist is doing here. The thing I think we're supposed to do as we pray this psalm is we're supposed to ask the question, what has that looked like in our story? Like we, we're, we're connected to the story of the Bible, right? That is our story. Like the same God who freed the, the Israelites out of their slavery in Egypt, that is the same God that you pray to today. But there's also the specific moments in your life where God has broken in. And God has demonstrated his faithfulness to you. And you are meant to carry that with you as you pray to God. And so let's just spend a couple minutes trying to remember and rehearse what is the story that we're in? Who is this God we pray to? How has he acted in our story in the past? 
So if you want, you can actually pause this podcast and spend some time contemplating that. I think that what happens in the rest of this psalm is meant to be what happens in our heart when we pray like this. Because what happens in the psalmist's heart is he goes from being someone who's having this conversation with God, asking him to answer his prayers, while simultaneously remembering who God is, how he's been there for him in the past. And what he does is he begins to look outward and starts to speak to the world around him. He's saying, look at the hopes and the fears that you have and look at the ways you're trying to meet those. They're like these vain words, these empty lies, the the salvation the world holds out to us It doesn't come through. Salvation in the stock market, salvation in modern medicine, salvation in good leadership that can make the right choices. And he just says, don't put your hope in that. Trust in God. He looks at the way that we could potentially be angry and frustrated, ways that we would be frustrated with our leadership or the people who are over us and potentially cause us to fall into sin. And he just says, don't sin. Instead, put your head on your pillow. Go to sleep trust in God. And as the rest of the world looks around and asks the question, who will give us something good? Who can save us? Who can provide for us? The psalmist just asks a very simple request. He just says, God, would you shine the light of your face down on us? People who know who they are praying to, those are the kind of people that lay their head on their pillow at night in peace. God wants that for us. So let's pray like that this morning. Father, as our future has many things that are unsure, the one thing that is sure is that you are the same yesterday, today, and forever. And God, you have demonstrated in the story of your word that you are faithful to those you love. And you have demonstrated in our lives, in our stories, that you have been faithful to save and provide for us. And so, God, as we step out into a world where people are losing sleep, where people are filled with fear and anxiety, God, would you give us the kind of peace so that at the end of the day, no matter what has happened, at the end of the day, no matter how many questions we have about what tomorrow will hold, we can lay our head in our pillow and fall asleep and have peace, knowing that even though we don't know what's coming, you do. And we can close our eyes knowing that you are watching over us. In your name, amen.